Welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending November 20th, 2020. I'm Brian Yadow, and I'm joined today by Russell Investments Senior Portfolio Manager, Megan Roach. Megan, good morning. It's good to have you today. Good morning. Good to hear you. So let's, uh, Megan, let's, let's dive right into uh, the key news that financial markets have been watching. Uh, last week, uh, we did hear that Pfizer announced encouraging news around their COVID vaccine development, but we have had uh, some additional news from Pfizer and some other companies this week on that topic. So what, what were the key developments uh, that markets were watching this week? Sure. Markets uh, responded very positively to what was sort of a surprise in, in terms of how good the Pfizer news was last Monday. They initially announced a 90% efficacy of their COVID vaccine. Uh, the final results were actually revised up this week to 95% effectiveness. Uh, and that's paving the way for the company to file today, actually, for emergency use authorization with the FDA. They also, also issued a restatement that they expect to be able to produce up to 50 million doses this year and up to 1.3 billion doses in 2021. As you mentioned, this week also brought more good news. Another company, Moderna, uh, produced a vaccine with, also with nearly 95% efficacy. So these results, uh, plus continued progress from other companies like AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson that we'll likely to continue to hear from before the end of the year, means that we're hopefully looking at an increasingly robust pipeline of multiple effective vaccines, and that boosts the timeline in which large-scale dosage could be available for the general population, perhaps in early second quarter of 21. Now, this news does come amid a, a, a recent surge in coronavirus cases around the world, particularly in the U.S. and in Europe. What have we seen from, from government responses uh, in the near term, and what could we expect in terms of additional action from, from governments around the world as we do wait for a, a COVID vaccine? Yeah, despite the good news uh, on the vaccine this week, the near-term reality is that folks around the world are bracing for a variety of lockdown measures to help protect themselves and, and the healthcare systems uh, from being overwhelmed during the months between now and a vaccine. So this week brought announcements of increased lockdown measures uh, around the world, areas like France, uh, Germany, Australia, a peak alert level in Tokyo, as well as local restrictions ramping up in the U.S., including the uh, suspension of indoor dining and in-person schooling across New York City. In terms of stimulus, it's a bit different around the world as well. Uh, yes, the U.S. Senate went uh, to recess this week after, until after the Thanksgiving holiday. That makes any chance of additional stimulus in the U.S. pretty unlikely before the new year. Uh, however, in Europe, things are continuing to progress. A near-term uh, monetary stimulus package uh, was encouraged uh, this week by the ECB president, Christine Lagarde. Uh, she urged EU leaders to make uh, pandemic relief available without delay. So hopefully there will be some positive news on that front as well. COVID has certainly been uh, front and center yet again for, for financial market news. Uh, but let's, let's pivot for a moment just to touch on the economic data front. Uh, have there been any key economic data news or, or releases that's come out that we shouldn't miss this week? Yeah, this this was a relatively light week uh, and the data was mixed. In the UK, inflation beat expectations with the highest reading uh, in three months and retail sales in the UK also rose uh, for the sixth straight month by over a percent in October. That beat expectations for a flat reading uh, was like and it was likely driven by consumers who maybe got their holiday spending uh, started a little bit early given the, the lockdown measures that have been implemented there. In the U.S., the data releases were a bit on the weaker side. 
expectations were missed for a New York uh, business conditions index. Uh, UK or excuse me, U.S. retail sales only rose 0.3 percent. That's the lowest gain that we've had in the U.S. since the economy reopened in May. And then uh, late in the week here, we got the jobless claims uh, result where the claims did rise relative to last week. Last week, they were 711,000 claims. And this week, that increased to 742,000 claims. So as, as we do wrap up for this week, uh, how, how have financial markets reacted to, to these developments? And, and does that have any impact on uh, your economic outlook for the near term? Sure. Uh, equity market results definitely cooled off from last week. Uh, we continued to see some notable swings in style leaderships as investor appetite continues to oscillate based on, on daily news sometimes between uh, these reopening stocks in sectors like energy and retail and travel and industrials. That area did continue to slightly outperform the more defensive or what people call stay-at-home stocks in sectors like technology, healthcare, and utilities. But overall, U.S. equities were flat for the week, and non-U.S. stocks did gain about a percent. One point of continued leadership uh, from last week actually is the performance of, of small cap stocks, the outperformance of small cap stocks. Those are companies that do tend to be more cyclical than large caps and more sensitive to improvements in the economic cycle. So in the U.S., the Russell 2000 small cap index did hit an all-time high uh, for the first time since August of 2018. Overall, at Russell, we do expect the next few months to be choppy as lockdowns may temporarily damage economic performance and fourth quarter growth. But we remain quite constructive on the medium term outlook as the medical breakthroughs that we keep hearing about and existing and new stimulus uh, are likely to continue to drive a global economic recovery. Great. Thanks, Megan. Well, that's all the time we have for today. But as always, we do appreciate your insights. Thank you very much. And thank you to our listeners and viewers for this week's edition of Market Week in Review. Uh, as a reminder, we are off for the Thanksgiving holiday next week, and we will be back with the next edition of Market Week in Review in two weeks. Uh, so until then, from all of us at Russell Investments, we wish you a safe and happy holiday. <music>